Hey, yo, what it do, my beautiful, sexy listeners? Happy Thursday. I hope it is going well. Today's guest is none other than Michael Thompson, who is the younger sibling of Tyler Thompson that I had on a couple episodes ago. And today's episode is very special to me because, one, I get to interview Michael. He is... He is currently ranked fourth in the nation for speech and debate, and after that we talk about middle children because we are both the middle childs of our family, and we express our thoughts if middle children are truly neglected like the world says. And then we finish part one of Michael's episode with broken bone stories. He is currently nursing a broken leg right now. And then I talk about the times I broke my wrist twice and recently my collarbone. And with that, enjoy part one of Michael and I's conversation. You're listening to Under the Sun Podcast. Get ready for interviews with guests that are experts and enthusiasts in all kinds of fields and topics where we discuss a little bit of everything. Everything? Everything. What about everything? You heard it, folks. Nothing is off limits. If it's under the sun, we're talking about it. Ready to have your mind melted? And now, the dawn of discourse, the connoisseur of conversation, the chief of chit-chat, your host, Evan Dixon. Five, four, three, two, one. Michael Thompson, as I live and breathe. How are you, my friend? I'm 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 chilling, man. I'm I'm living life. Seventeen, man. You're you're not eighteen yet. I, I turned eighteen this summer. Oh God, you got to get off the podcast. This is illegal. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I had Reese on. That was seventeen as well. But how's he doing? Who cares? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just trying to be polite. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a year, man. And it was the last time we. You were one of my first guests when we started off this podcast, like way before I had this podcast room, before I had the equipment. Remember, we yeah. were, I was at your house for a change, actually. Yeah, you had your phone. Yeah, because everyone comes here now to do the podcast, obviously. No, you you, uh, you came over to your house with my uh, the phone and everything, and it was like, yeah, you like were, OG. Yeah, you were going to be like my fourth guest, if I remember correctly, but yeah. we just, we never finished our episode. Because you forgot to uh, press record, and remember what we were like. Was that, that's, no, that no. is most definitely it, that's probably it. No, we went, we went over an hour, and then that's it stopped right. recording that's right, at yeah. an hour. That's, that literally just proves how much in the dark I was about how, like, podcasting works. yeah. Because I didn't even know at the time you could record off a voice memo, and there's no like uh, limit for how long you can record. If you just press record on your voice memos on your phone, you can record for six hours if you wanted to. Yeah. But I didn't even know you could take a file from voice memos and put it into the Anchor app. That's official sponsor of this podcast, Under the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put in the sponsors, man. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Anchor. <laughs> Like, they should like send me like an anchor hat or something they should i think you should like get like you know how like twitch streamers have like that twitch pillow you should get, like an yeah. anchor sweatshirt or something like that i should but i mean that that'll pull on all the ladies oh. <laughs> hell yeah i will I'll... who says i want the ladies <laughs> that's right i we, want the trans we want everyone we want hot dog <laughs> taco both they come in all sizes if you sexually identify as a dinosaur i want you giving me head <laughs> 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 yes, a T-Rex giving head. That's what I want to see. I saw a meme like that where it's like, I generally, genderly identify as a dinosaur. I'm like,
like that just proves how like <laughs> fucking dumb this world is. I wanna I wanna identify like one day as like a cougar. So like my What's friends... stopping you? Like there's no rules <laughs> no. clearly because people make up some shit. I know, but like a cougar would be so funny because like, hear me out. Because you know funny. that like the meme with the cougar, like get away get this uh, cougar away from me, Steve, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm at this high school for state, um, and it's uh I forgot what the high school was. It's Cherokee Trail. And their mascots are cougars, and they have this cougar den or cougar nation, and they have it like posted everywhere. So I was having my friend take pictures of me like walking into the cougar den and stuff. Like that. <laughs> Dude, I love that. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was all dressed up too, and like we got like this perfect picture. It's on his phone, and this lady was like an absolute milf, and I can say this because I don't have a girlfriend anymore. Absolute milf, right? Walking in, and I was just like. Adam, grab the phone. And he grabs the phone and then he takes a picture. I'm just like running into the den after this mom and it says Cougar Den on the top. And I was just like, but like, of course she turned around. I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I think I forgot my phone in there. And that was like the excuse I used. <laughs> I just think it's so petty when women get offended when, you know, a guy says like, oh, you know, that woman's attractive, you know, not even to just be mean, like, especially when you're watching a TV show and you see like a very hot actress, let's throw out Zendaya. Yeah. And, and, and you say that she's hot. Like, I feel there's some girls out there that get offended by that. And I just think it's silly because it's then not. Don't like, hang out with them. That's yeah. what I do. Who cares? Like, you, a lot of people need to stop caring about other people's feelings. Like, if they get offended and you complain about them getting offended, that's on you. You're hanging like, out with them. Yeah. I feel like women just go through some weird scenarios when a guy says that, like, oh, my God, Zendaya's hot. I feel like a woman would be like, oh, my God, like, what if he meets Zendaya and they start dating? Like, I'm out of the picture. We're done. Yeah, my girlfriend was never that way, um, but I was that way. Um, she would be like, you know, Robert Patterson's hot, and I'm just like, oh, okay, like, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm blonde, and he's black hair, but I get that, right? And I would like, like, the next movie, I'll just be like, damn, that blondie's hot. And she goes, I know, and I'm just like, wait, what? Like, I would, like, turn to her, like, <laughs> wait, what? you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love the weird situations where women be like, Babe, would you still love me if I was a fork? Oh, no. No. I can talk about this. My girlfriend got mad at me because I said I wouldn't love her if she was a worm. I was like, I would keep you in a box or something. And she gives me the most deathiest look ever. Like, she's going to bury me in her backyard. And I was just like, you're, you're a fucking worm. But how am I going to, like, it's, It kiss starts a worm? off as a meme. And then women actually start, like, asking those questions. Babe, would you still love me if I was a fork? Yeah, no. Just the most unrealistic situation. <laughs> if I was ever. dating a fork, I would use that to plunge itself into an outlet and kill me. <laughs> Damn straight. I, I'm not dating a fork, man. I'm, but like, I'm like really honest with girls sometimes. Like, I see like boyfriends like being fakes to their girls, right? But like, I guess that's like what kept Stella and I for such a long time because actually our breakup was really nice. We've been dating for so long. Was it mutual? Yeah, it was, I broke up with her, but like. But, like, it was just, like, that thing where it's just, like, hey, we've grown apart, and I feel like we have. And, like, like we're on good terms. Like, there's, like, a course high school drama here and there. Do you still, like, talk to her? Are you in contact with her? Yeah, like, every once in a while, sure. But, like, no, but, like, you see other guys, like, go, like, oh, babe, I fucking love that. And, like, turn to me and go, I don't want her to wear that and stuff like that. But, like, when Sal and I were dating, we were, like, straight up tell you, you look stupid as fucking that flower shirt. And she like, yeah, I hate those jeans. I'm, like great and then we like kiss after but like that was the honesty's key to relationships man like that shit looks awful i don't want you wearing a tank top to give all the other guys bricked up in the mall and she goes yeah stop wearing that tank top like but babe (laughs) babe it's my spider-man tank top (laughs) 
Once you get to know me, I'm a fucking asshole. Oh, I, I, know. I am straight up blunt with you. I've known you for six years of my life. Yeah. And uh, once first... you, dude, once you get close to me, you'll fucking hate me. No, no, I'm no. An you would straight up tell me like you're like looking yeah. quite skank. My this ex, morning. dude. I'd call her skank every day. She's like, "Oh, babe, thank you," and I'm like, "I love you." Too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the funniest thing ever because um, now that you've come out by, um, uh, I source. <laughs> Who said that? Um, I don't know. Okay. Now that you've theoretically, like if you theoretically came out by, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> if you theoretically came out by, no. Um, so this guy was calling me like sexy my whole life, right? Like, you're looking quite fuckable today. Like you went time get in the basement and said that as a joke. <laughs> but then when Tyler told me, he's like, <laughs> he comes up to me, he's like, yeah, everyone's by. And we did a podcast. And I was just like, oh. And then that came to my head. I was just like, Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense, right? Yeah, it makes sense. And then I, I remember walking in and Tyler was sleeping. You two were sleeping together. And now I'm making fun of Tyler because he slept with a bi man. Fucking do it, please. <laughs> Give him the most shit possible because I'm going to do the same thing. Oh, my! so my friend came out by, right? And we're on a religious retreat, right? Yeah. And he's going to stay anonymous, right? But I love his kid to death. And uh, he was not the only one who came out by on this religious retreat. But his was interesting because I I kind of like figured it out before, but my friend comes up to me and he goes, hey, I'm, let's just say this kid's theoretical name is Tim, right? Tim came up to me. He told me a secret. I can't tell you. <laughs> and I... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting Why here. Why are you using that voice? Because <laughs> that's how. <laughs> that's how. That's how he said it to me. And I'm just over I'm here. Sorry. And I'm over here, and I'm like, okay. And then this other kid comes up to me, and he's just like, yeah, Tim also told me, but we can't tell you. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, okay. And then before you know it, we have this mask. I'm walking out with this kid, and this kid goes, yeah, like I'm having all these struggles and everything, right? And he tells me he's having these other struggles. I was just like. Oh, that's cool and everything, right? And I, he's like, yeah. And we like express, we talk about it and stuff. But I'm gonna sit, keep this part anonymous because it's for him, right? And I might show him this podcast, and I don't want him to get pissed at me. But like, he talks about all these other struggles. I'm like, oh, that's the secret he's talking about, right? And I'm like, oh, so that's what like so and so and so so we're talking about. And he goes, like, no, I'm by. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Oh. And he goes like, yeah, but like, and he like kept on explaining like, and then to me like yeah what his type of buy was and like what men he liked i was like oh okay that's interesting but like act like it wasn't even that big of a deal i love people like that they were like i came out i don't care like it is what it is i'm gonna i would appreciate if you want to tell a lot of people because obviously he's in high school and stuff like that right but at the same time like to be proud of yourself is like a standpoint especially at a young age where it's just like i'm, I'm proud of who i am but I'm going to only tell the people I love. I don't even make a big deal about that. I have an immense amount of respect for that kid. I didn't think I would... Well, I didn't really make a big deal out of it. I just kind of made a podcast about it. Because here's... I didn't make a big deal about it. I just made a podcast. No, yeah. I <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, it's true. Like I kind of did make a big deal out of it. But I just wanted to tell my coming out story. So then people can come to questions. Because I don't want to repeat it. Yeah. Like many, many times. I just wanted to be out there. So you can go listen to it, and then you can come back to me with questions because I'm not going to repeat the story more than once. Yeah, it's there, and now we're done. And I love people that made no fucking reaction to it. My mom, perfect reaction. I was editing the podcast before I posted it, and I love my mom very much. 
she's a fucking rock star and she deserved to know before i posted it and i was sitting in this chair as a matter of fact she was outside that door I was like hey mom um just to let you know i'm coming out as bisexual on the podcast tomorrow so if you have any questions or comments now's the chance or forever hold your peace she's like okay and I quote, that was it. And then she walked away and I was like, fucking perfect. Like that's we don't, awesome. don't have to make a big deal out of it. No, that's perfect. Um, anyways, I think, uh, I think we should digress into another conversation because this is the reason I'm here and we have to finish what we started a couple of years ago. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am proud to announce that I am number one qualifier for nationals for drama interpretation for speech and debate. And I am number four in the state for humor, speech, and debate. And I've won a total of nine tournaments this year. Golf clap. Yeah. Um, I am now one of the highest interpreters in Colorado for my event. Um, this is not me bragging, but Evan a long time ago asked me, like, what is speech and debate? So I think uh, I think it's uh, about time I answer that question for you, Evan. <laughs> Please do. Um, speech and debate is way more complex than debating and giving a speech. Um it is almost it is 10 over events that you can participate in uh for debate there's Lincoln douglas pf cx and uh if i'm I, I know there's a couple more but i'm on i'm on the speech side but in Lincoln douglas you have a 60 minute debate one-on-one pf you have two people and two people and they're debating each other for an hour it's like Lincoln douglas but like plus ones on both sides okay CX is just like cross-examination where you're just constantly attacking the other side. It's just like yelling at each other. And and then for debate, you also have like this thing called like stamp. I mean, I would put it in speech, but a lot of people put it in debate. And it's just like you're given a current day topic and you have to give a five-minute speech about it, but you can only have like 12 minutes to prepare or something like that. Like you give a seven-minute speech. That's what it is. And um, like, for example, if people talk about Ukraine or should we get involved or like what's, what's a no-air zone and stuff like that. And you would compete and then you have these judges who – uh there's six people oh hold up time out now we're going into speech so that's debate for you and there's judges who sit and listen to these day debate and decipher which team is one right for speech um you have poetry poi oratory humor drama duo extemp national extemp um and then you have congress congress we're going to leave out because it's just like regular Congress. Like this is all bunch of people in the room yelling at each other. Um, except it's not full of all old white men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all my liberals out there. That one was for you. Like <laughs> perfect analogy, to be honest. <laughs> um, but then um, for speech, um, you have six people in a round unless you're duo. Then you obviously have 12, but there's teams, right? And usually for duo, let's just explain duo real quick. There's two people you have you it's you and another person you give a 10 minute script or play or book something that's written down that you have to like show proof to the judges like hey this was written down we didn't write it ourselves and you go up there and you perform with each other but you can't look each other in the eyes or touch each other so it's a 10 minute play or script you have to memorize and they do these crazy things like they synchronize like they talk at the same time or one goes behind the other and makes like motions. So it looks really cool. They can dive over each other and stuff. It's really impressive duo. And there's six teams in a round. And then the judges give you uh, a rank between one and six. And it's like golf. You want one or two, three or four are okay. Five and six, you are the worst, right? And that's how, and then for speech is the same thing. So I do humor and drama. And let's just get into this. 
So humor, I memorize a 10 minute script and I go up there and perform it. And it's very hard because I have to do all these different voices and characters. And there's a thing called popping where you completely shift your body in under a second into a new character and start performing their line. Is yeah. it something like, um, what's his face in split? Like if you had like a multiple personality yeah. disorder and you like just yeah. with the flick of a switch, like you're a different character. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like bipolarness up on, like you have to be bipolar. That's dope. That sounds like fun. It is fun. Um, and then you have this thing in your script, uh, 10 minute script. It's called an intro and you give a reason why you're doing this piece or what's the point of the piece. And you gotta give the title and the author for drama. It's the same thing, but it's, way more like depressing <laughs> um and you're not like usually like switching under a second you're actually melting into characters and it feels like more of like a dramatic movie um and those are the main things i do duo humor and drama i did humor and drama this year so for drama i got national qualifying and i'll just explain what my drama script is um it's called daddy's little girl and before you laugh <laughs> i know you're smirking um it's a book about uh it's not yeah it, it's a little like a it's a it's in a book for like all these 10 minute scripts and the 10 minute script about it is about this girl dying of leukemia and her dad's story. Oh. And like, and that in the end, um, the dad reads a notebook and then the notebook, it goes, you know, the girl goes, dear dad, I know if you're reading this and, and I'm still alive, get out of here. But if you're reading this and I'm dead, read on, I love you, dad. And I'm going to miss you, but I'm going to miss my best friend even more, which was you by the way. Shit. Yeah, so like that's if that gives like um, a theme for drama, that's what it is. And then, but my uh, a lot of people are like there's a lot of rape pieces out there because I want to say that uh, the speech debate community leaves more left leaning when it comes to political views. So there's a lot of LGBTQ racial speeches and all that stuff. What made mine so unique? I think it was the first national qualifying piece in a year that had to do with anything left leaning or anything political. It wasn't a rape piece. It wasn't a feminist piece. It was the first time a piece about fathers ever made it to number one in national qualifying. And my whole point of the piece was, yeah, there's a large percentage of dads leaving their homes and their families, but that's clouds and taints single-home dads and stay-at-home dads. And we should appreciate the fathers who stayed because their daughters will always feel like daddy's little girl. That was my intro. And that's the whole point of my piece. Now, on a not depressing note, I do humor. And humor, I make fun of everyone. Um, it is based off Harry Potter and uh, the Philosopher's Stone. And in it, I do a lot of voices. Like I do a voice of a uh, for Ollivander. Do you know the guy who gave Harry the wand? In the first movie? Yeah. The guy, white, yeah. old, crazy white guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a smoker in this one. I have him hitting a bong before Harry comes in. And you can't have any, um, this, uh, you can't touch, uh, you don't have any, what do they call objects? I don't know what they call it. like you can't bring in anything you have to be like fully like you have to act like you're holding a gun or act like you're holding a bong so i have him hitting a bong as harry comes in he's like oh mr potter said get a fall of he here take this wand <laughs> harry's just my regular voice um albus dumbledore is part of the mafia you know i always ma imagine him as a mafia man he goes you know his first line is professor mcgonagall what this new pussy guy you know jesus um <laughs> professor mcgonagall is a nazi um, yeah and she goes this is how we do this in zabini um she's like i have to add a feminine point to um a feminine 
accent to this already accent so it was really hard accent to get going but like once i did get it going it was super easy to attach to ron weasley's a perv um he's he talks like this and he's always petting his rat scabbers scabbers and, and uh hermione's a total bitch and she's always messing with her boobs and <laughs> she talks like this and snaps a lot do you have a youtube video uh no i'd love to watch that uh no uh, actually, this especially past... like why is the Hermione one the most interesting one so far? Uh, <laughs> like they're 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 all really good. Don't get me wrong. Especially like the wand shop guy that's fucking hitting a bong. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. But just the whole Hermione being a bitch and playing with their boobs. I just want to see because you can't have any objects, right? So no. you, like you're just playing I'm just with playing air. Playing with air, but like <laughs> you could tell it's boobs. I um, really hate how the first movie it's called the Sorcerer's Stone. And the book is it's called, called the, the Philosopher's Stone. It fucking Stone. bothers oh the my shit God. out of I, But it's America, so we had to yeah. change that shit up. I saw this one video where it's Harry Potter, but instead of wands, it's guns. Oh, yeah, I've and seen that video. Have all. you seen that one oh of God. the first, I guess, Sorcerer's Stone movie? And, and the, it's Neville and, yeah. <laughs> and Hermione shoots Neville in the face. He's like, Neville, I'm really, really sorry, sorry about, about this. this. <laughs> fucking hilarious this pulls out a glock die tune on his ass i was high as a kite when i was watching that and i had a laugh attack like i could not stop laughing oh my I, God. I i put it on repeat and it's just so especially since it was really really well edited where yeah. you couldn't even tell she was holding one it actually looked like she was holding a gun yeah and i totally forgot how thick their accents were in the first movie no like, it was so bad yeah have you even heard that tiktok sound where it's like i had you look in the wrong section and how then, could i be so stupid then, yeah, yeah 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 no i've seen that i'm so sorry for the listeners out there that's probably gonna like that's hear that's, right oh, that's awful um draco malfoy actually in this one i'll talk him to, i have him talking like this because it's british accent but he, he's, every time he talks is draco <laughs> draco malfoy <laughs> and he's just and I and I look at every girl who you could think like I'm talking like short hair, blue hair girls in the room, and I'm looking at them because I know damn well they had a crush on Draco. I was like Draco, <coughs> Draco Malfoy. <laughs> Sounds like Tony Hawk is a skater. Yeah, like with an accent. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But no, that was my humor this year and um, fourth from the state, which was it, it, I wanted to get first, but at the same time, like I would have one state if i did drama because you can only go in one event in state yeah but i was just like i have more fun doing humor i have more fun with these accents why not do it so yeah i am so glad you're here because i get to put on my interview coat man i haven't interviewed someone in a long time like it's usually like what the podcast has been lately like i just get my friends on here and we fucking shoot the ball we have a couple beers Usually. Where's, where's our beers <laughs> <laughs> whoa 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 You're, you are you are not legal i would whoa. never do that i would never do that whoa whoa call the popo man yeah. <laughs> absolutely fucking not. exciting man i love interviewing people so you you plowed through a lot of fucking information there that i'm in the dark about and i'm sure the I'm listeners so are too so let's 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 backtrack i want to start with uh speech and debate so how does that work where you're either doing a debate or actual speech? Like, do you do like one week on one week off or uh, no, it's, 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 hard. it's just it's like hard. random. No, you get, you choose what your events are and then you perform every Saturday from 7am to 11pm at night. Oh my God. 
and it is an all-year sport starting in October, usually going through, well, now, usually going through middle of March. I would need, make, like, three cups of coffee yeah, to get through that shit. Well, yeah, you do, but, like, it is a t- it is almost like a sport. Like, you have to, like, yeah. prepare. I'm at Speech and Debate three days a week, three hours after school, just to get where I am right now. Like, and it's kind of like it's kind of like track where you get to choose what event you want to yeah. do. So you get to choose whether you want to do speech or debate. Yeah. Okay. And let's start off with debate then. Like how are the topics do you get to choose them and No, there's no. A, there's there's a thing called semesters and it's like since it's like almost a so it goes till March, but if you make nationals it goes to June for you, but um since it's like a, a long sport, they have like two to three subjects a year and they're usually like subjects you can research the hell out of but they try to be non-political as party like possible so as the judge he can't just be like oh the other one said it more right-leaning i'm gonna go with the republican side or so so with debate it's not really current day political driven no 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 no. oh that's awesome that's kind of what i thought it was i thought that was the only thing it was was just about politics think about that how would you judge that like I, I didn't know there was well i guess i knew there was a judge but yeah there's a judge and yeah. um they have to judge and um and it, it, there's a thing called rounds and there's three prelim rounds um no there's three regular rounds and if you pat and if you have the lowest score you get to the prelims and if the there's three judges in the prelims so there can't just be like one biased judge that like di- dictates if you go to finals or not and those those commutative score of the judges, if you have the lowest of like twelve people out of prelims, then you go to the top six of finals. And it's really big to make finals, and it's really rare for you to make it to be a tournament champion. Um, but that's for speech. Debate, it's almost the same thing, but it's like the same thing, but like it's easier because you're not choosing out of the top six, you're just choosing I like this one better than this one. So what topics I'm assuming they're all random. Like, let's talk about your most recent topic. Like, what was your last talk that so you talked about? I I looked into debate a year ago. And the year ago topic back then was, should we be selling oil to Pakistan? Um, and I don't, I don't, I, I barely got into it. Then I decided I want to go back to speech. Okay. But it, it's not, pl- it, you can bring politics in it. You could be like, we should not, we should be saving it for ourselves because, Again, usually right-leaning people are more economic. Economics, oh, they they like the economy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to sound elitante, and I'm not. Uh, no, you're not. Get out. Yeah, I know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, man. Um, <laughs> and then, um, but you can you can approach these debates in so many different ways, and like debate goes like. I give a speech, you give a speech, I attack your speech, you attack my speech, and then we have a crossfire, and then I give a rebuttal on why they're wrong, and I they give another speech on why I'm wrong. We attack, final comment, final comment, that's the end of this debate, kind of. So walk me through how this is judged. Like, is there one? Is there three of them? Is it kind of like America's Got Talent where you give, like, a score out of ten? Like, how do you score a debate? And so, debate what, what, so we'll focus on debates. Okay. Yeah. So this would include LD, PF, and CX, really. So a judge during there are three guaranteed regular rounds. Okay. And there's one judge per regular round, and they will say, "I like this one better than this one." So I would get a point, and I would so my if I lost, my record would be 0 and 1, and if I won, my record would be 1 and 0. And then I go to my next round, and then let's just say I lost that one, so I'd be 1 and 1. And then that guy went two and zero, 
and then I go to the next one, and I'm two and one now, and that guy's three and zero. Oh, but I am two and one, which means I'm actually okay enough to get to prelims. Um, then you have prelim rounds where um, the round like totally based if you're going to finals, and there's three judges in prelims always, and that judge thought I was one. That judge thought I won, but that judge didn't. But two judges out of three thought I won, so I get to go to the final round, and now I'm facing that 3-0 guy again. Okay. And then there's three judges in that final round, and uh, uh, it's like same thing. Two judges thought I lost, one thought I won. I lost in in, in the end, you know. And is it does it basically do the judges just go off which point they thought was better? Well, is that kind of how it works? They're or? taught. They're taught who gives the most information and who speaks the most eloquently in a way. Okay. So you do have to use like sources that you oh, probably yeah. researched. Oh yeah. Stuff. Oh okay. yeah. They are, they, it's like a rap battle. You, if you, you can go into the NSD website, if you are like really interested in after this and like, you could go like 2019 debate PF debate finals. They go up there and they'd be like, like they're shooting information at you. Cause it's the contest. You could see who gets the most information pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And um, that's how the debate kind of works. I had such a great question for you. Ah, bring Damn. it back. <laughs> bring it back. It's because you took off your hat. It was distracting you, fuck. I know. I'm just the most <laughs> eloquently beautiful man in the world. <sighs> I did one uh, debate, I guess, in 10th grade English, and it was it's just so dumb i hated it because none of us knew what we were talking about like we really didn't research it a lot yeah so we were kind of just pulling shit out of our ass and it was just really cringy and also we just kept circircling back to the same points and we were just going in a circle yeah like i highly doubt that's what you guys do since you do it on a professional level fashion like yeah for speech and debate you have to wear a suit or dress or something like that yeah and even if you're doing speeches you have to look professional if you don't judges can count you off for that you have to look the best you can and you're you're shooting off. Sometimes you don't you. There's a thing called free flow where you think of arguments for the both sides. And you do what going into the debate. You don't know if you're going to be whether supporting. Uh, you don't even you don't know if you're going to be pro or con, which is something I think should know. Uh, you should know about. That's the best point. You have to research both sides of the uh, both points of view, and you have to understand how to defend us sending like so-called oil to Pakistan or us not sending oil to so-called Pakistan, like. You are learning both points of view, and you are loving both points of view, whether you like it or not. And they do something called free flow at the beginning. Before they go into debate rounds, they're just writing down things that come to their head that they're going to attack their opponent on for both sides. And then they, and the best thing is you can't research your topics during the round. Like you can have a, a computer like with notes and stuff, but you can't go online and research like something they said. That's why you have to know like they have like sometimes stacks of notes of like what he said. Oh my God, search it up. Actually, this website, you said that incorrectly. They said this and this and this. Like, it is like presidential type of shit. You thought our presidential debates were pathetic? You, If these people were doing presidential debates, America would be a whole different game. And I'm telling you that right now. We would live in like a 2077 society. Yeah, like I'm like floating cars and stuff, man. Some cyberpunk shit. Exactly, but not towards yeah. that level. That's like... A lot of gruesome yeah. stuff, but you know what? I'm down. Yeah, which brings me to my next question because I'm curious. So when do they tell you what your topic is and then how long do you have time to research that topic? Like, do you know a week in advance or do you get like oh, an no, hour to like, research like, or the you, day of? You is know, this the day of? No, you are, you are told that at the beginning of October when the season starts, then you get a new topic in like November, December, then you get a new topic in like 
so February. okay so it's like a month long that you have one topic and maybe you get the i research? don't I, i'm not in debate but like no you get like you get like a lot of time to research okay like, i figured these people these people don't have lives man like they're researching it on the I already, weekends well yeah i already knew you didn't have a life so i'm in speech i'm not in debate okay there's a <laughs> difference no debate i'm not saying they don't have lives but yeah. like this is their hobby you have to love what you're doing yeah to be like being this which i didn't like i did one for 10 minutes of class in 10th grade and i fucking hated it <laughs> it was such a dumb subject too it was it was we were trying to figure out um was it something like with english like did alexander the great conquer this land and destroy this literature <laughs> or did he destroy other literature no it wasn't that it was something along the lines of does secondhand smoking affect your health or something uh yeah it does yeah. dumbass like how can you defend against that and of course what was i the fucking defender <laughs> and um, actually it does not it's actually really well, good to be lungs. honest if i if i remember correctly it really only affects like infants and like young children like it doesn't affect someone our age like secondhand smoking like you unless you're are constantly constantly like day and night every day like sitting sitting near an ashtray or some shit i don't know yeah something like that i have no idea i didn't research it i don't know but how dumb is that fucking topic like it was so dumb um is there like that's like saying like does crystal meth get away the happy chemical in your brain and you're like yes yes ma'am yes ma'am seriously does santa claus exist (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) seriously like try defending like yes he actually does exist Uh, um yeah he does motherfucker he shows up to my house every year (laughs) i have pictures of him yeah that is that is your dad in a santa suit that is not santa (laughs) so i want to see your dad in a santa (laughs) suit i want to see your dad right now (laughs) psych i don't have a dad Oh, so sad. Way to depress the mood. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that kid at a lunch table yeah. that like has to depress the mood and make it about him. No, yeah. not you, but you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, Hell yeah. we're all like reminiscing something <laughs> and you're like, we love basketball. And he's just like, I broke my back four times and wasn't able to play basketball my whole life. And exactly. we're all they're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so you powered through a lot of information. So I already kind of forgot the difference between debate and speech. So sp- Can you go over speech again? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So speech, you are giving a 10 minute speech, um, memorized from a book or a play, something that's okay. written down somewhere from an author. You memorize it, uh, for 10 minutes. Also, you can cut things out and like insert things. Like from like, for example, like kind of like an improv thing. No, no. It's like I can cut out the paragraph from this page of the book. I can cut out a paragraph from this page of the book. Okay. Like it doesn't have to be an order of some type. It just has to be like what the main message of the author was. It's a lot of weird rules. So we won't get into that. Like, yeah, but, um, and then you're ranked from one to six, one, the best rank from a judge. And then it's like, you get three guaranteed rounds where the judges judge you then if you have the lowest score you move on to prelims and then if you have the lowest score of them then you're in the top six finals so it's a 10 minute speech that you memorize and you basically just give it yeah i perform it uh like for example like beginning of my speech i do uh we have like these things called like uh um transition uh, lines or transition sounds and my transition sound from my humor was going from scene to scene so you knew i was skipping scenes was da 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 from harry potter like the harry potter sound okay yeah i just perform i give it off by myself i look bipolar i was up because i'm just going from professor mcgonagall to a nazi zeman why is that and like people just like you have to be like 
snapping back and forth like before you know it by the end of the 10 minutes you're sweating and how is that judged um like, like what based, are what are what are judge looking for to give you that one score um your memorization okay if, if you're clean with the memorization your characters uh your popping your popping is like what the difference like um going from one character to another that's what popping means okay and um their other overall enjoyment and they're also your thing called blocking and so for blocking it means like how you move a to cock react. block i know yeah 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 exactly <laughs> the judge was trying to give me the nastiest blowy but no block that <laughs> uh no the blocking uh is when um if like you bring in surroundings like so you're not just standing up there giving lines i'm performing as the character i'm slouched over for dumbledore i'm uptight oh, gotcha. for okay and then but you could be doing things like sometimes like i'll like I have this like circular shape in my hands and I'll take a bite of it. And it's like know. you're jerking off a huge <laughs> cock, dude. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, Which is ironically, that looks like the size of my cock. So oh, wow. God, it's like a telescope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you, you, I would act like this is a sandwich. So, but like to show a sandwich, I would take a bite and look like this. So people know I was taking a bite of a sandwich. Like, but like, or like for gun, like one time I had a script this, you write a gun. So I would like make sounds. I'd go like, and then people will know, like, I'm loading a gun. Or, if, like, or, but I would, like, do different sounds for a gun. So, for a shotgun, which was really cool because my coach and I could do it, I go. That is cool. And then, like, people will know I'm doing different sounds. Or, like, for, like, other sounds, you would be, like, for texting, you'd be, like. And then, like, people would understand you were texting just off the finger movements and the noises you were making. Or for typewriters, you would go. And then, like, you would just make, like, different sounds. And, like, it was really cool because if you, later in the year, if you keep on working on the same script, you can, like, make sounds, like, with the typewriter. Like, you can, like, oh, go home on a computer where you go, like, and then, you know, like, the sound of the keyboard. Uh, like, now I can tell, like, um, the middle of the keyboard sounds, like, and then the bottom sounds, like, and then the top sounds. So you would go, like, yeah. And then that's what it would sound like. And, then like, and just, it's, like, bringing immersion. It makes people feel like they're in it. I gotcha. I feel like I definitely like speech more than debate. Yeah, but no, it's I only way did more one fun. debate and I had a bad experience with it. So, <laughs> it, it, speech is way more fun. You, the it does. It, yeah, it, it sounds like you can just you can include more of your personality in there. I feel like with debate, you can't have any personality. You just can only have the facts and yeah. the research. No, it's and more. You of gotta a craft. sound like a like. You gotta have like a firm like Morgan Friedman voice and shit. <laughs> I feel like with speech, you can be really goofy with it. No, you can. You have more of a craft and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and you can really dive into it. Like for my drama, for me to be not and I'm, I'm this is gonna sound egotistic, and I'm really sorry because like I'm, I don't mean to be like bragging or egotistical like, to describe it. I'm to sure you. people that are listening already hate you anyway, so you might as well just put the dagger in your heart. I mean, I'm a really hateable guy, on God. Seriously, um, I'm related I can't... to Tyler, so. <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel to be the better looking brother by the way uh coming from a guy who is by and, saying that to and, me and also the guy with uh a bigger dick uh sh- yeah um i feel i feel sad for him um i do too to have a little brother who's taller and more better looking than you now yeah <laughs> shit no tyler has the looks i have the smarts that's what we've said um wow that's so fucking true i just didn't think you guys realized it no it is it is but i'm okay with that because i pull bitches just by off manipulation no i'm kidding don't quote me on that <laughs> <laughs> i trick yeah him. um but God. no i wonder if no but um my favorite thing uh with tyler right because we all love tyler 
you, is that he completely ignores me. <laughs> and I love that because my family does not do that now. Like, Tyler gives me a mad amount of space. We still talk every once in a while. Yeah. But he's just that guy. It's kind of how it is with my brothers. Yeah. But my parents are on my ass. And I mean, I love them, right? Yeah, but... I would too. Look how Tyler turned out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We talk about that. I'm the only planned Tyler, child you, out of my whole family. Think about that. You're the what? Only planned child out of my whole family. So I tell Tyler and Lucy they're oh constantly God, mistakes. Dude. I can't believe we found a natural way to get in this conversation because I wanted to bring it up. Let's fucking go. So you're a middle child. <laughs> yes, sir. Do you feel like you're neglected? Like, do you? Oh, no. Oh, hold up. Let me get warmed up. For yeah, this, yeah, I yeah. I know where because, you're going. Yeah, because <laughs> I am a middle child too. And this is actually... I was taking a drive today. I had to go to Best Buy to pick up something. And I was like, what am I going to talk to this guy about besides like speech and debate? You know, because I didn't want that to be the entire podcast. No, that's boring. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking middle child. And it's just this global phenomenon known thing that middle childs are typically neglected. Oh, we are. And Oh, we definitely are. We're finding both sides. Are you neglected? I don't feel I'm, like you'd be a neglected I am child. neglected. Tyler got a lot of things. I got a lot of hand-me-downs from Tyler's. Lucy is the only girl. Daddy's princess, right? Has a chandelier. The youngest is just always spoiled. the favorite. Spoiled. Spoiled. Fucking spoiled, rotten. Spoiled, spoiled. Okay. I have a middle child theory. So Let's hear the, it. From the parents, why the... Older one seems always like to be able to do the most, like just sneak out the most and do all that stuff. It's because they didn't really know what they were doing. He was the exper- experimental child. And then after the failure of the first one, because we all know like the oldest child sometimes is like a failure or he sure. either turns out like a stud, right? Yeah. Failure or stud. There's no in between. Yeah. They switch up their concept with the next child. They're strict. They're disciplined, but they don't give a shit about you. They don't show up for you. You're just like. They're just like, don't Fuck. do anything. It's so dark. That hurts. <laughs> because I feel like that's so true. It is so true. It's so true. And they're like, they're like strict. Like you have to be perfected. And, but they're more strict. Like the first one was spoiled because they had to buy everything new for him. Right. Cause he was like growing up. You got the hand-me-downs. You are just whatever your brother got. This is how it is. You're the next child. You're not that important. Then the youngest, the parents are old. They're wise. They realize that the middle child is already fucked up in the head because of what they did to them. And then they go, oh, my God. Let's spoil the shit out of the youngest. Yeah. And before you know it. Because it's the child, last one, too. Yeah. There's not another one coming. We have to make this baby child perfect. Yeah. And before you know it, my younger sister has a chandelier in a room in a loft. And all I have is a goddamn really? Bob Ross poster. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. You, can, you only have to hang out at your house once to realize that Lucy is just fucking spoiled Ugh. she is the princess she's awesome though don't get me wrong of course, awesome, of course she's she awesome spoiled as shit my parents don't realize it though like i get are what, you twenty dollars sure? a month and oh my god they don't realize dude i realized on like the first time i hung out with you guys no but like my mom and dad like they have to defend it right because they probably know but they have especially to it. it doesn't help that she's like the only girl in the family too yeah uh absolutely not but like okay why I am I why I found success in speech debate and in a relationship with a girlfriend, even though it ended, right? It's because I'm actually proud to be the middle child. I'm actually proud to be kind of neglected. And I think anyone who's listening who is a middle child would agree with me because when you're the middle child, you get to see you're fighting both sides. You're fighting the older brother, the older sister, and the parents constantly. And you are always fighting. And that fighting spirit kind of lifts up and you always know how to take care of yourself because you've been doing that your whole life. You you were told to take, take care of your younger sister. Your older 
sibling usually didn't take care of you that much. They were usually out or something like that, right? Yep. But you were introduced to this older life as a young child. Like for Tyler, I saw a lot of high school things when I was in middle school. I'm glad I did because when I got to high school, I know how to handle it. He did. Yeah. So I would say like we get the experience of seeing what life could have been like if we were spoiled or life could have been like if we didn't know what was happening before us. And we, we just see both experiences. And that knowledge helps us grow and become more of a stable human and know what we want and be more okay with ourselves. Like there's actually like a stat out there. I don't know the percentage. Middle children are more okay with themselves than the uh, youngest or oldest because youngest are always spoiled. Youngest, yeah. when they go to college, are always going to be spoiled. And then when they get out of college, they're like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? I don't have mommy and daddy's money. The oldest was always like, I, I have a pathway, right? I want to say they're spoiled, but they were like, I have a pathway. My my parents are experimenting with me. They're letting me do stuff and everything. I've been disciplined since day one. You don't think I grew the smarts to figure out how to get away with stuff and to hide it or to lie? Like, we are just... If I feel you like the, ever become a serial killer, we're fucked because yeah. they'll they'll never find your victims. We're fucked. Oh, dude, I'm, I didn't think it. <laughs> my best friend and I were talking about that. That line you just said that was fucking dark. And you know what? I'm all for it. I love it. <laughs> I'm usually more of a funny guy. We were having a conversation yeah. before this, and we were dying laughing <laughs> at that. Out, we were being like bodies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I I did not grow the smarts to get away with shit. Yeah. No, but the, I was thinking about that. I actually. As a ch- so as an actor, because I'm going to go into screen acting, screenwriting for college, no matter what, right? I have to on by myself. I have done a lot of things where I would, for a day, I would give myself an agenda, like for an hour, I would have to act a certain way. Like for a day, for example, I would have to act like a dad, or for something like that, like be jump into a character, or I would research a character, right? The creepiest day of my life is when I had to act like a serial killer, because I knew that I would kill it, right? I've been thinking about it for so long. God, I feel it. I feel. I feel like this is insanity. I'm so sorry, viewers. Oh my this, God. Is, this is such a different. You're gonna be the next Riddler. Uh, no, I was thinking the same thing. And guess what? This is so fucked up. I'm so sorry. I'm usually like a really happy and funny Dude, guy. I love dark humor. Okay, so sweet. I'm all for it. Okay, so dude, we were talking about murder suicide the other day. Yeah, I think that's fucking hilarious. Okay, so um, <laughs> murder suicide. I think that shit's hilarious. I, I think it's hilarious. I love it. I love that. Okay, so um, I found a script the other day for speech and debate, and I was I'm not gonna perform it, but I was doing it to practice my acting skills, and it was a script on Ted Bundy, and oh boy, I was performing like Ted Bundy. And how it started off is. I'm a family man. I always love my kids and I always love everyone, right? And before you know it, I wasn't reading the script. I was just talking like he would, right? Ted Bundy, he's charismatic, right? He talks like this. Very uplifting, but very soft, right? Wait, who? Ted Bundy. Oh. He's thought, a, he's a serial killer. Chris ki- Hansen. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> Have you been Hi, touching I'm this child? <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> We've known you for touching. Dude, sorry, you're gonna ear rape our listeners. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, they definitely turned off the podcast by now. Uh, but it's okay though. We're having a great time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Ted Bunny talks like this, right? And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, how would he talk? And he's just like, you know, I've always been loyal to my wife, but one time I met this girl, and she had great eyes, beautiful skin. Her hair was so golden, beautiful skin. I love the way she smiled. But she had such beautiful skin. 
and I was thinking to myself, I would be the reminds best. me of Dennis Reynolds. Yeah, I would be the best damn serial killer because serial killers. The best part about them is that they're our neighbors, they're our friendly family. Yeah, they're and like, I'm not encouraging you, but I, I will <laughs> say like. You could get away with it. I feel like you're smart enough. Uh, no, but that's too much like work. That is. I got a, a real dope. Oh, that's <laughs> such a lot of work. You gotta do. You gotta I would be, do it if it was. You gotta so be much like work. Kevin Spacey from Seven, where you gotta like legit cut off all your like the skin on your fingers so you can't show up for fingerprints. You know what I mean? No. Have you ever seen Seven? Um. No. Oh. Oh, but I know it's about the seven, uh, the deadly sins. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey's a serial killer, and they can't identify him once he he voluntarily goes into the police station. And he admits that he he's a serial killer that's been killing everyone based that's off dope. the seven. Yeah, and they they try to run his fingerprints, but he cut off his skin, so the the finger scanner couldn't identify his whoever he was. That's crazy. Yeah, they literally call him John Doe. That's why I don't I don't feel like I would do that. And ladies and gentlemen, um. I would like to repeat this point. I am not a serial killer. Uh, I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not insane. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know that one, actually. Yeah, we should definitely get some tests for sure. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We can either confirm or deny that. But who's even listening now? I've already ear-raped yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, we've already ear-raped them. <laughs> I feel so bad because like, it started off with you pounding the desk and then my stupid-ass boot, my yeah. broken foot kicking the desk. And then I was over here and I was just like, I'm a serial into the mic right. i just like how it sounds i just like how it sounds with the headphones it does it sounds good doesn't it yeah i like this <laughs> i didn't get a chance to touch on the middle child theory because you just won't shut the fuck up, <laughs> Wait, hold up. <laughs> the chris hansen uh, you i'm just, chris hansen <laughs> you just go I, just, I didn't get a chance to touch on the middle child <laughs> I, just I didn't it. say touch the middle child I said touch on the middle child okay i, I, I just stopped my my brain just stopped after that <laughs> Okay, I'll stop talking. I don't know. I really, I thought your theory was really interesting because I don't have a theory. I just noticed that, you know, the first child, since it is the first child, like we're going to love him very much. And then the last child, because you're not going to have any more. So it's always the first and the last that get the most love. And then for some reason, the middle child's neglected. And I think, I don't know, I've I've run the test through my head. I think I kind of self-sabotage my neglection because... I've just always been, Jesus Christ! I need to, I need to get some sleep. I can't fucking speak English anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. Have you not been sleeping lately? No, no. I have like an insomnia problem, but I, I touch on that too much. I don't want to touch on that this episode. Okay. Um, I just my whole life I've been independent, where I'm like I'm a social bird, but I like to get by on my own. Like I love just providing for myself. I don't really exactly like asking for help, you know. Yeah. And I've just noticed from such a young age, like I've always shut my mom out. Like I, I, it's so weird. I always opened up to my friends like Tyler and Jack, but when it, when it comes to opening up to a family member, why is it so hard for me? Like it's hard opening up to my mom, which is weird. Cause she's a fucking rock star, but she's time and time after again, she's essentially begged me to just let her in. Like, you know, with what I'm thinking, like what's wrong and with my feelings and, just for so long, I, I shut her out because, you know, God forbid someone knows what's I'm, what I'm going through or something, yeah. you know? Do you regret that? A little bit because now, like, she just pays attention to the other two because, you know, the other two are, like, open and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I think I kind of self-sabotage my neglection, but I don't know. I've, I came to realize that a couple years ago and I'm trying to change it, so. 
Dude, I saw this meme, and I think you would like it. And it was like, my mom told me she was getting a divorce. I was like, what's the problem, Bob? You're getting the force. And then it just showed the Star Wars. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Holy shit. And it was so dumb, but I just got a mass, and mass is so boring. It's like an hour long. You're just sitting someone preaching about some dumbass book, which... It's not against against Catholics, but once you've been doing it for 17 years, you're just like, oh my god, please hurry this up. So right. I get on mass. I'm I'm not bored of that. And I look at this meme, and I just see like this picture of Yoda, and it's like, but my mom was crying about getting divorced, and I was like, getting divorced. This, this is what I needed. This is the sunshine in my life. Can you tell like the whole uh, breaking your leg story? Because you didn't tell me before the podcast. Oh god. Okay. So let's get into stories. Sure. I, yeah. I'm 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 happy to go as long as you want. Like uh, yeah. I don't know. If yeah. You play I, to two episodes an hour, stuff like that, and stuff. Yeah. So I usually try to keep it to an hour if it goes over whatever. And then if it does get to the two-hour mark, I'll just split it into two. Okay. Because, you know, that's like one of the huge criticisms I got when I first started releasing episodes because I didn't have a time limit, you know? And there was one podcast where I did like three hours and, you know, everyone's like, can you just like try to keep it to like an hour and 30 or maybe an hour? I'm like, yeah, sure. So should we like start off this one with like, this is part two? I don't know. (laughs) I got got this. This will be an inside joke for the people who who saw part one. This is part too and i know something that, i know something that you, you don't. know <laughs> <laughs> okay so so i was at sky zone with my friends and yes i have a broken ankle and they think fibia but i don't really know anymore because it was such a long time ago how and long I'm, ago was it five weeks six weeks and how much longer you got to go i think i'm getting uh checked up this week um, surgery of any kind? Because you said there was three bones that were possibly broken, the right? Three bones that were possibly broken and two tendons that were probably dis- probably detached, but we don't know yet. And my dad's also... You know my dad. Who? My dad. You have a dad? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so... I'm not unique because I have a dad. Um, <laughs> I need to... When we graduated in 2019, when I was hanging out with Tyler like every day and he mm-hmm. was being gay as fuck. Ew. Putting Ooh. your arm around, putting his oh. arm around you while sleeping. Gay, faggot. Gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My dad thinks I'm a pussy. Uh, I've actually broken this ankle already before, and the first time he actually didn't believe it was broken. So when I text him, I'm like, "Yo, this shit's broken." And he goes, "Nah." Did you send him the picture you showed me? Yeah. He goes, "It's probably sprained." And I was just like, "You, you fucking fat. idiot." <laughs> yeah. So, RT was never smart either. You're the smart one. It's my mom. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's um, it's most definitely your mom. So, um, we're we're, <laughs> I'm 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 at Sky Zone, right? <laughs> Just trying so hard to stay on topic right now. It's the hardest thing ever. <laughs> stay with me, Evan. Stay I got with you. Me. I got you. Sky <laughs> Zone. Sky Zone. <laughs> and it's neon nights. So they have all the lights off, but there's white lights. Like neon night. Yeah, they like, make like those like. Light beings. Yeah, you should probably say Neon next time instead of Neo. <laughs> Did I say Neo? You said Neo, and I was like, the guy from the Matrix. It was was it was it Neo Night, where yeah. everyone dresses up as Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that would be a fire night on God. That would be okay. So it's Neon Night, and they make you buy these fucking T-shirts. So instead of paying the regular twenty dollars for Sky Zone, I'm paying thirty five because I need to buy a fifteen dollar Neon T-shirt. It made me so pissed because it's the one night they ever do it and it's the one night my friends and i decided to go to sky zone yeah and 
So you had to buy a shirt. Yeah, so they you can see buy... you. So they can see you. So you have to either oh, wear okay. neon. Or... Oh no! Yeah, that actually makes. Did you mention the lights were? Because lights were off, right? Since yeah. It was... Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you. mentioned So it's like that, white but... lights. So yeah, like, yeah. You can okay. see all the neon. Yeah. And uh, you could still see people, but like it was just easier to see with the neon. Sure. And my friends and I are like jumping, having fun. I have my girlfriend there. Brian has his girlfriend. Bryce has his girlfriend. Adam's all by himself, but Adam Ball stays strong as the sixth wheel. Okay. The seventh, well, whatever the math is there, someone can figure it out. Um, and I'm running, and we're playing tag, and it's an intense game, right? I'm talking I'm Chris Hans. <laughs> I'm saying, did you touch a child? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> carry on. Um, okay. I'm sorry. This is what happens when I don't when I don't have experts on. We just fucking shoot the bull. Well, we the first part was the expert part exactly. with the serial killer. This part's Michael. Okay, so we are playing tag and it's intense, right? <laughs> I'm gonna talk like this because I enjoy it. It's intense and I'm running and before you know, it's not even tag; it's infection. So my girlfriend and her bitch ass friend named Chase is running after me. And they corner me. And on one side, there's Stella. On the other side, there's Chase. And there's a little net thing between. And so I'm running on the net thing. And then I'm like going back and forth. And Chase and Stella can't catch me. So I'm about to juke out Stella. And I go left. And she's coming for me. And she'll say she was about to tag me. That bitch wasn't. She has arms of a toothpick, okay? I love Stella. I'm not going to talk shit about her. But she's also slow as fuck. I was about to juke that bitch out, right? And before I know, my ankle gets caught in the neck. Net, 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 and... Are you drunk? <laughs> my foot gets caught in the net, and I'm trying not to laugh while I'll explain this, and my foot breaks, right? Could and you hear it? No. Okay. I was just in so much shock, and I sit there, and then Stella was actually really a doll lot that night. She, like, took care of me. She took me home, right? She drove my car. She was really nice, and I should probably thank her for that now that I'm thinking about that. So when you're on one of your ADHD rants, I'm going to text Stella... Hey, thank you for taking care of me when I broke my foot. Yeah. Um, but um, so anyways, I broke my foot. And anyways, and I'm saying that I'm like, oh, I'm in such pain, right? Like, but I'm in shock. So I'm not even crying. And my bitch ass friend, Brian, goes, he would be crying if he broke his foot. And I'm like, fuck you, Brian. Okay. Not everyone cries when little inconvenience happens in your life. I was pissed, though. And my friend, Bryce, who has the one of the hottest girlfriends, right? I set him up. Chase is also my friend. So it feels weird calling her hot. But she is, right? is so feminine he talks to him he's like oh my god michael are you okay and i was like fuck <laughs> off <laughs> I, I, I that was probably your rape i'm so sorry but like, like most of, no one's listening who cares <laughs> who cares i screamed fuck off at the top of my lungs because i was just like in shock and i just have this feminine man who's my best friend come up and go michael are you okay oh my god babe are you okay exactly and i'm sitting there i'm just like holy shit and this big six foot two rando guy with his kids comes over and picks me up randomly goes i think you need an ad and i'm like he picks me up like i'm a child i'm talking like arms under my back under on then under my like kneecap well, like yeah things. yeah it's it's not like you're walking out of there pal <laughs> no actually i did um and that's probably what i got most of my damage in my foot but yeah it's okay. probably but he's like carrying me it's something i would do and i swear his neon t-shirt glowed against his face. His pink neon t-shirt just made his face pink, and he was carrying me. And I want to make a comment like, it's my Prince Charming. I was going to ask, like, are we going to kiss right now? But, but, 
but no um yeah it was pretty much it <laughs> yeah that... when when i broke my collarbone i could hear it really? i was uh playing football i dove for a ball didn't have pads on it was like a seven on seven touch football thing yeah and since, the worst. yeah caught it it was a touchdown by the way so it was nice worth it. Yeah. No, not worth it, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, it definitely wasn't worth it <laughs> being out for. Collarbones are actually the easiest bone to break. Did you know that? Yeah, they told me that like 5,000 times. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, it fucking sucks. I'm but, so sorry. But, dude, it was so loud. I could hear it, and there was like there was like three girlfriends there of the other guys we were playing with, and they were just on the sideline, and they heard it too. Like It was a fraction of a second, but it was oh. loud. Oh. Yeah. That's disgusting. Good All for right. you for not crying, by the way. I've... I cried when I broke my elbow when I was five. Yeah. And then I broke my right wrist when I was eight. And I honestly can't remember if I cried. If I had to be a betting man, I think I did. But knowing me, I probably didn't. So, yeah. But I broke my wrist when I was uh, blindsided in a JV football game by a fucking thug. Bitch we ass were, cracker. We were kicking their ass. And they were they just started playing dirty. Completely blindsided me. I did like a somersault in the air. I wanted to fucking kill him. I should have killed him. You should have killed him. Because oh, because what happened is, one, I was in the ER for it almost 12 hours, and it was the day of homecoming, and I didn't get to go to homecoming. And I barely even got to go to the after party because it was 12 o'clock at that point. Mm. Like, we were at Children's at the time because I was, I don't even think I was 18 yet. I was either 17 or 18. And I was sitting there. I was, I was just fucking in so much pain, and they wouldn't do anything. I don't know if... At the time at the ER, if it was packed, I think it was, or, but I completely felt neglected. I was like, "Hey, my family's supposed to neglect me, not you." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is private. Yep. Uh, didn't that... cry though. Didn't cry for that break. Didn't cry for the collarbone break. Put it there. Okay, so, um, I'm going to say this for legal reasons. Um, this is a made-up story. This is totally a made-up story. So the first time I got drunk with my friend, um. Was freshman year of high school, right? <laughs> Who cares? Everyone knows everyone gets drunk in high school at least once, right? Everyone does. Yeah. So we didn't know what alcohol was, though, okay? And we're sitting there at fire right when COVID happened. I'm talking like this is May of that year, I just right? I don't know why I didn't turn on the lights. We're doing a podcast in the dark, ladies and gentlemen. And that'll end part one of Michael and I's conversation. Stick around for part two. Thank you for listening to another episode of Under the Sun. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review to help spread the word. You can also follow Evan for more cool content on Instagram at evan.dixon.22. Until then, we'll see you under the sun. Peace.